Here for Cardiff Gale, as far as the sports on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Good morning, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sports on here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Dirk Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. And on today's show, as always, I'm joined by Cobra Center, Pat McNamara. And on this morning's show, it is only one thing, and it can only be one thing this weekend. It's Camogie, the senior Camogie uh, Championship final, and the intermediate Camogie Championship final take on take place later on today with Scarif Gunlow and Truk Tanera renewing their rivalry in the senior, and Tulla and Clarecastle Bellier crossing swords in the intermediate final. We're going to get the thoughts of uh, the different management and players, and we're also going to get an independent analysis of the game uh, from Kilinenaman, Vinton McNamara. I'm joined with Eamon Noonan and Bob Caulfield. Lads, I was here with you 12 months ago. It was your first ever county final. This will be your third in 12 months. Yeah, it's third in 12 months and uh, isn't it great to be here? It's fantastic. Um, I suppose a lot of people didn't really give us much of a hope or a chance of getting back here. Um, but I'm I know, Eamon, you'll be most people's favourites for this championship for a long way out. Well, no, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, how could we be favourites against the Munster champions? Do you know what I mean? Um, but... You know, we've been uh, tipping away ourselves. We had a rocky enough start to the year. Uh, we had a lot of people away. Um, it was very, very difficult to even feel the team during the league. Um, but uh, we've got players back now who are away travelling. We've got players back from injury. Um, we've got players back from the county. And we've picked up a bit of momentum and we started to you know, kick on during those um, group games. You're putting up big scores though in every match. You have probably the most impressive forward unit in the county. Um, we do, we've put up some good scores, yeah, but, um, you know, so have Scarif um, or Gunlaw. I mean, um, when you look at both sides, I think both of us play the same way. They've got class all over the field as well. They've got a good mix of um, youth and experience. We're the same. Um, and, you know, we're looking forward to this. We're really looking forward to it. I think um, last year was a novelty and, and this year is just going to be another game for us. Bob, it's a case of... The Holy Grail, really, at this stage for truth. I'm joined with Emer Kelly and Michelle Powell. Girls, 12 months on from last year's county final, where you probably left it behind you the first day, but you're back where most people thought you'd be. And, you know, how are things going? Yeah, they're going, like, obviously they're going really well. Um, you know, I think you can only go well if you've gotten yourself into a final. I think that's the most important thing for us this year was getting back there and proven our worth um, in terms of that alone but yeah I suppose last year was such a whirlwind um, I'd say when we were talking to you this time last year we weren't expecting to have you know a month and two county finals to be played so I suppose like that 12 months ago we'd no county finals played and now we've two done so you know obviously our preparation's a little different this year but no obviously we're absolutely delighted like we're we couldn't be more looking forward to it and it's just putting the heads down now to be honest for the next seven days and and going at it again. As Emer says, Michelle, this will be your third county final. I know it was the, the replayed one, but it's your third one. And, you know, I've tipped you to win it from a long way out. Like, so, you know, you are the farm team. You're putting up big scores. I mean, you know, championship, it's been hard this year. We've had some really tough games. I mean, Kilkishan pushed us um, in Shannon. I think it was a third group game. The same with Ina, And they were missing a few the, the day we played them. And, I mean, the semi, even just last week against Kilmaley, was a really tough physical game kind of ebbed and flowed you know we came out the right end of it we just kind of dug down um but yeah I mean you know you can't get into a final and not back yourself so you know we've really worked on that the last 12 months with the lads managing stuff you know getting into our own mindset and things like that and it's just focusing on ourselves at the end of the day we know what's coming up against us against Scarf they're 
on form. They've come off a really good club season. Monster champions are in semi. You know, we're under no illusions what's coming. Um, at the end of the day, we think our skill set, our physicality is up there, and it's just go again next week and see who gets out on top and hope to God it does. Emer, you have all the attributes though for success. In fairness, you've tough defence. Don't give much away, and you probably have the best forward unit in the county. Yeah, I suppose probably a few people would argue against it, but like that, I mean, you know, um, you obviously, like Shell said, you have to back your own team. I mean, of course we do. We've full belief in, in our unit and in the depth of our panel, but, you know, on county final day, like, Jesus, it's, anything could happen at all. I'd say if you told us that we wouldn't score for the first 29 minutes the last day and we somehow clawed it back and got ourselves into another another match, um, you know, <laughs> I don't think I believe you, so you know 100% confidence in our ability in our in our team no doubt about it but at the same time county final day takes on a life of its own and it's going to be a roller coaster Anya Lachlan I know she's not here but she's been hugely impressive Michelle all year getting big scores at big moments yeah I mean she's a phenomenal player even with Claire before she went away in the J1 she was amazing in the league you know the score she's racking up she's just a force you reckon with and I mean from our perspective we just hope she's on form next week but you know I mean she is on form. I think all of all our players at the minute are playing really good. Kamoi, some of the I'd say we're in nearly a better position than we were twelve months ago. Even the depth of the panel and you know a couple of minors coming up as well. And you know she's playing as good as the quality that's around her too. You know there's massive people um, playing some of the best Kamoi they've played and training's going really well. So hopefully it just all comes together again now in the next week. And injuries, you're all free, are you, Emer? Everything, everyone is healthy. Yeah, everyone just minds themselves now for the next seven days. So um, yeah, look, all going well, and like that, just hopefully, just drive it on on the day, and you know everything can can kind of come together or or the opposite. So um, yeah, everyone's everyone's happy, everyone's healthy. So just it's going to be a massive occasion. You have the two best teams. Let's be honest about it. The two best teams in the county, and probably in the province, playing in Cusick Park front of a big crowd it's going to be a great day for Camogie for Camogie in general you know oh definitely like we're absolutely delighted to be in Cusick Park um, and I think it's definitely worth me- mentioning just for Clare Camogie alone and you know whoever was involved in that I just think a massive um, well done to them because we know it's not easy as well but look our minors played there against Scarif, um in the minor A so that's been massive and you know all those things I think are so important for the development of Camogie and Clare and you need to have that incentive and those those extra rewards and, and goals um, to strive for. And hopefully like that, the underage and Claire as well. I know ours at home and Truk, they're absolutely delighted to see the girls play in Cusick Park next week. And, you know, if you can bring some of that with you onto the pitch, you know, you will go a long way. Emer, you usually have the last word in big games. In fairness, you'll always come up with the top score. So I'm going to give Michelle the last word here. <laughs> Michelle, in a nutshell, two best teams in the county. Are you going to be top dogs come next Saturday? We're going to do everything we can. I mean, like we said earlier... Don't give me the political answer now. Well, no, I mean, you don't get to find without backing yourself. And it's something we've really worked on is focusing on ourselves, not worrying about anything else that's going on around us. And we hope to do that next week. And I have every confidence that if we play the way we can play, that we'll get the result. I have tipped you from three months ago to be county champions. You're saying that's pure dice coming in. I'd <laughs> say... <laughs> Thanks, Emer. On that note... <laughs> Girls, thanks a million, right? And the best of luck, and I'll see you next Saturday. I'm Jane with Kira Dial, Scarf Ogunlo player and manager Sarah Skelly, with part of the management team. Kira, we'll start with you. Look, I've interviewed you many times, but you know, back in the county final, Munster champions, reigning county champions, 
you know, is the pressure on? Um, I suppose getting back to our county final, that's what every team wants to do, you know, that's everyone's aspiration. Um, I suppose at the start of the year we just look to first earn the championship and we took every match after that, you never look any further ahead than what's in front of you and I suppose that's what we'll do now playing Troop on Saturday. You know, an exceptional team, exceptional players, you know, really good management, um, you know, John Conlon, um, county player in Bovedham and, you know, they're a really good team and we know that the battle we're up against, it's going to be, you know, extremely physical, it's going to come down to the line again. I said the same to you last year and I was wrong the first day, it had to go again. Um, you know, serious team and we know the battle we're up against. I suppose we just have to look at all the effort we've put in and look at the players that we have and hope that we can come over the line. You said to me last year, and I'll never forget it, you said to me, you had to go out and prove that you were the best team in the county, you know, because of the first county title. This will be your third. Um, I think every year you go out, you have to try to prove that you're one of the best teams. You know, the club set up in Clare is really competitive. It's probably one of the hardest competitions that there is in the country. You know, the club scene is really coming on and every club is developing and every club is getting better. And at the start of the year, you're always looking to be the best team. There's no team that ever will be put on a pedestal and be put as number one until the end and until whoever lifts that McMahon Cup at the end of the final whistle. I mean, the great characteristic that G possesses, you never say die attitude, you showed it all last year, all the way through Munster and everything. But then, Ina killed them on in the semi-final. I mean, you looked dead and buried with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, I suppose we were scratching our heads at half-time thinking, you know, how have we you know, let ourselves come to this? We had said that we would work hard for the minute go, and I suppose we didn't, like, really. We probably only performed from the last 15 minutes, and... You know, I and the owner are probably looking, wondering how that we got away with it. But I suppose it's just showed our attitude to never give up and you know to get over the line at the end. But I suppose we can take a lot away from that. But a performance like that is not going to beat anyone else in the championship. We were lucky to come away with that on the day, and if that was to reoccur, um, it probably would be a completely different scenario. And we we're probably lucky Bob came on and scored a couple of frees that we badly needed, which he has done time and time again. But I suppose people had to win those frees as well. But it just showed our never say die attitude. And you know, we came out at half time with a different mindset. It probably took us a bit longer to get into the second half. But you know, when we did, we came back and we've got ourselves back to the kind of final, which is exactly what we wanted. Sarah, part of a new management team. The last management team was extremely successful, Munster Club champions. How have you approached the management? Um, well, I suppose. I come from a place from playing camogie with the girls for a long number of years. I was involved um, in 2016 when we got to Junior Ireland final. I was um, on the line in 2019 and again last year, um, probably to a lesser extent. This year, um, it, it was a relatively slow start to the year. The, the club's agenda was just to get through the non-county league you know, without facing relegation, which is a, a funny place to be when you've won a county final the year before and won a Munster and competing through an All-Ireland series to find yourself in a position that you don't have really a management. Um, but thankfully, Alfie was ratified and got a background team together and came together in around me and set the agenda, the target, get the training session up and running get our numbers back at the panel together and and take on the challenge of getting right through the championship and get ourselves back into position that we're competing for the McMahon Cup. There's no doubt, Sarah, that the two best teams in the county are in the final. Let's be honest about it. But they do possess a very, very potent forward line. 
Absolutely. It has to be acknowledged that True Clonar are, are a serious outfit. Um, their full forward line have time and time again done damage, serious damage if they get anywhere near the ball. You know, it, it they will score. Um, and I suppose every team coming up against them has to put in place some mechanism to try and defend that. And and we will do our best to try and and offset any any offence that they're they're trying to do. I can't be giving anything away, but <laughs> keeping it keeping it under wraps. <laughs> try to anyway. Kira, <laughs> a lot is on the line for you though, because you know. Come next Saturday, you're either going to be county champions again or you're going to lose not only the county championship, but you're going to lose your Munster title. It's a, it's a bit of extra pressure when you're, you know, you've so much at stake. Um, no, I don't really think it is, I suppose. Everything from last year is in the past and, you know, it's not carried through to this year. It's, you know, completely on. It's a completely different competition. And we won't even be looking to the end of the match on Saturday. We're just going to go out and hope to give a performance and hope that we can overcome a serious side. And, you know, we have a serious battle ahead of us. You know, we're true, you know, from player from 1 to 15 and any player they bring on, you know, they've such serious talent and, you know, the players in their calibre, like Emer Kelly, Roisin, Begley, and that's just naming two. You know, you have a lot you can go through. But I don't think there'll be added, added pressure on any team. Like, we're just really enjoying playing and we're going to go out and enjoy on Saturday and you know, take in the whole occasion and then see what comes at the final whistle. There was no doubting that you were the better team in last year's replay and deservedly county champions. But on the first day, they kind of left it behind them three pints up in injury time and as you said, Bob came on and landed a few frees. Oh yeah, definitely. I suppose they're probably still looking back on last year thinking, how did we get away with it? Like, we really got out of jail and, you know, to get it to a second day, like, we were <coughs> so, so lucky and I don't think that'll be... Uh, factor that will play in it this year and I don't think Troop will be thinking about that I don't think we'll be thinking about oh, we're just looking to this year you know complete different setup really like although you have the same players your team is never the same year in year out so it's going to be two relatively different and still quite similar teams but we're both going to have the same mindset we're both going to want to win that McMahon Cup and it's just going to come down to who wants it more and you know the work rate of everyone and then the match will just tell its tale Kira, the last word now is same question I asked you last year, and you never let me down. Be, be, be straight up, are you going to be county champions next Saturday? Um, when the final whistle is blown, that'll be decided whether it'll be us or true. Um, That's a political means... answer. Last year you just said yes, Derek. <laughs> no, um, that won't be decided when the final whistle is blown and whoever lifts the McMahon Cup. Sarah, county champions next Saturday? Well, I always believe in my team, absolutely. That's what I like to hear. Girls, thanks a million. <laughs> Thank you. Kira, thanks. And now, I suppose after talking to the other players and some of the management, we have to get the word of the banished door on this big day for Scalafogundo. Scalafogundo manager this year is Elfie Rogers. Elfie, you're welcome. <clears throat> Thanks, Leo. How are you getting on? Not too bad. Good, Elfie. More important, how are you getting on uh, this uh, Saturday morning, uh, just a few hours before the final? And look at all preparations, everything done. It's just a matter now of getting on and doing the job. Yeah, well, it's as only as simple as all of that, you know. Uh, I know all the work is done, and we've we've had a couple of good weeks of preparation since the last game. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. Of course, there everybody looks forward to county final day. It's a unique occasion. We don't get there that often in in the normal course. So I suppose um, it's something we're all looking forward to. And I suppose the the Cusick Park and added bonus as well, Elfie. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, the county board deserve great credit, um, and the Camogie board obviously. 
uh, for reaching an agreement to have the county final. I think it's only appropriate that uh, the biggest day in, in the in the Camogie calendar uh, is in Cusick Park. I think you know it's it's everybody's ambition to play there from from the youngest to the oldest, or maybe not too old. Um, so it's very important that the girls get their opportunity as well. And you know it's only the second Camogie game in in twelve years, and. Uh, you know, a lot of our girls, apart from those who haven't played with the county, maybe <coughs> have played there. So that's that's a real added bonus for them as well. And look, it it adds to the occasion. You know, we've we all grew up on going to the county final days, and it's great to have the girls have their opportunity as well. You know, so hopefully they can produce a performance befitting of the venue and befitting of the day that they they'll be able to remember with fondness their day out in Cusie Park. You know. Yeah, and indeed, I suppose the template has been set already, Alfie, with the same two teams involved in the minor final. And, you know, if Scarif get half the performance, Scarif are going to get half the performance, the minors give, it it, it will really set, set you on the way. Yeah, sure. Look, it's all about that, really, isn't it? It's all about showing up on the day and, and giving your best performance. And, you know, the results will, as they say, will look after itself. So, really, the girls have been very much focused in, I suppose, the last day. They'd have been a little bit disappointed with the performance after the Heineken Lamona game. Uh, lucky uh, to get out of the game as they did uh, two years ago. They'd have fallen at that hurdle. So they were they were very relieved to get through a very tough semi-final, get the benefit of that and, and look forward now to you know a real battle on Sunday because that's what everyone is on Saturday, everyone is expecting, you know. Yeah, and I suppose, Elfie, as you said, you got out, probably got out of jail the last day, but I think maybe that said more about maybe Scarif and, you know, you when you look back in the game, Elfie, you know, when when I in the morning were, were, were going very well in the first half, it wasn't that, that Scarif or Gunnar were going that bad, it was just that Aina started off, Aina Kinnamorna started off with such a high pitch, which fell away, you know, they came with all guns blazing, but it's going to be very hard to keep up that performance for, for 60 minutes or 65 minutes or whatever. And I suppose the luck was that they, they weren't able to sustain us really because <coughs> if, if, they, if they were able to maintain that, that level of performance they threw at us in the first half. And maybe we were a little bit cold as well coming in, you know, I suppose the group stages hadn't done us a lot of favours and we had a couple of uh, injuries and things coming into the game that kind of disrupted our preparations a little bit. But that's not to take away from how, how well Eineken Lamona played on the day and they caused us lots of problems. Yeah, and indeed, as as you said, though, Elfie, two two weeks of, of solid preparation since and the girls in in a, a much better frame of mind going into this because this is going to be a huge battle. Oh, absolutely. Sure, this is the, this is the <coughs> battle, really, you know. Since last year, it was when when these two teams left Broadford last year. Clearly, Truk had it in their minds to be back here, and you know they deserve tremendous credit. We all know how hard it is to lose the county final and try to pick yourself up and, and get back there the following year. It takes you know tremendous resilience and tremendous resolve, and they've shown that in abundance. And, you know they've been the farm team throughout the championship. A lot of people have them picked already and backed for for you know to to see this mission through and. Uh, you know, I suppose we have to be ready for that and, and try and, you know, impose ourselves on the game as much as we can. And maybe if they come out of the blocks like Heineken Lamona did, we have to kind of, you know, stick to their coattails as much as we can for as long as we can before we can get a foothold in the game. So that that might go late in the game. But, you know, look, at, we, we're fully aware of the challenge that's ahead of us. And that's what we've prepared for for the last two weeks.
And I'll be one of the common denominators of both previous both previous managements of the senior team and currently yourself and Pat and the rest of you there is that the players seem to be able to uh, pull a win out of the bag despite maybe having, you know, under pressure or being maybe, you know, behind with a few minutes to go. And that is a constant feature. So do you think that, you know, being deeply involved in as manager, do you see that self-assurance in them from being Munster champions previously, being clear champions, that there's just an assuredness there that, you know, they have the quality and the ability and the mental strength to win the game, even when things are looking bleak. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were all in Mallow last year looking on from the sidelines uh, and we thought with a couple of minutes to go that, that it had slipped away from them, you know. Um, so, look, at, I, I suppose with experience too, you know, you, you do gain that over the years and Scarf for Gunlaw as a team since they've been going since Mike and, and Eleanor were over them back in whatever it was, 20, 2013 or fourteen along there and they were beating it. They they have had a long journey, you know, and, and it hasn't all been straight, uh, you know, a straight road, so to speak, and it hasn't always been comfortable. They, they got promoted and then they got relegated again. So it, it's been a journey, and, of course, a lot of the younger players have come through, but they, they, I suppose the older players have have learned the hard way and they've learned in the school of hard knocks and that composure is there and you've some wonderful leaders there you know that that can kind of steady the ship like of Amy and and Kira and Mairead and Aoife they, they've all been um, you know central to what Scarfoot Gunnar has done over the last 10 or 12 years uh, and they've gained a lot of experience in that so they know that you can't you don't have, you don't panic and you you keep doing the right things and keep working away and and hopefully as happened the last day you get that slice to look at the end uh that that gets you over the line and, and that certainly um that takes time and there's only one way to learn it and you know sometimes you'll have days where they're down yeah. um and you know that's that's where they've that's what they've gained us. They've learned it in the school of hard knocks. You know? Yeah, and Alf, you refer there to the leaders on the team, which absolutely I agree with you. They are great leaders. <clears throat> but I think what people sometimes forget is most of those leaders on the team are still very young players. Kira and Amy are still, you know, in the earlier stages of their careers if they, if they can stay fit and well. And what you'll also forget is the four dailies who are no longer mentioned as newcomers, yet they're only all young, young ladies, young girls. So, you know, it's still a very, very young team, basically. And uh, well, that, that must be a very, very positive thing also, you know, not just going into today's final, but for the general future of, of Scarlet Cogodolo Camogie. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we, I, was, I was on the other side of the microphone <coughs> Pat, when we covered their first victory a number of years ago. That's right. And interviewing uh, two of the Daily Girls, one of them who, I, if memory serves me right, had won player of the game the same day and was absolutely outstanding and was probably a little more than 16, 17 years of age, you know. So they've a lot of a lot of work done uh, in and achieved an awful lot in the, in the meantime, both at county level and at club level. Uh, and that only makes them better. And I suppose... The scary bit is that they're only um, they're still very young, and, and there's a you know hopefully another uh, well certainly if you look at some of the old art the ballot players um, yeah. there's a long there's, yeah. there's probably twenty years left in them you know yeah. <laughs> and indeed you, you and Pat there's a lot of players being mentioned there and and of course there's a player very close to yourself a lady who got player the match in a minor final and a senior final last year you know and. That's Elva, and you know there's other young players there as well. Abby Walsh, another fine player. You know they're all leaders, uh, Elfie. But the bond between all the players is huge. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, I suppose you know you look at at any team around the place that, that's successful. 
uh, that is a common common denominator for every team. Uh, you have to be you have to be tight. You have when the pressure comes on, you know, the, the, you have to look around and say who can I depend on, and, and they very much depend on each other. They support each other and back <coughs> each other up, and and they'll need that on Saturday as well because you know it won't all be plain sailing. There'll be periods where they'll be under severe pressure, uh, but they'll get their opportunity, and and when that comes, then they need to be ready to seize it, and and thankfully different people have popped up at different stages along the way. I mean, you know, we mentioned some of the leaders there. Ashley Corbett came on the last day and scored 1-3 and she was only on the pitch 15 minutes, you know. So, like, that's our... Okay, I'll belt away. Okay. Yeah, so winning the minor was a big was a big boost and a timely boost and, and uh, like I say, the, the leaders in the group have stood up right throughout the course of the championship at different times we've needed different people to stand up and, and that's been fantastic for us Elfie leading into the uh, Elfie uh, you know as you said a massive massive day you want a full panel and you know it's going to take more than the 15 players have you a clean bill of health going into today's game Elfie? Uh, yes we have yeah full full bill of health we've obviously people with a few sniffles and colds and whatever with the drop in the temperature and stuff like that uh, but for the most part, look, there's nothing that'll keep people from playing or, or keep anybody out of the day. So we've been very fortunate with the injuries this year, thank God. Um, a couple of injuries early on, um, and we've we've been able to mine players as well fairly well. So uh, we're we're happy with with the fitness levels in general in terms of um, injuries and that. So yeah, hopefully we'll be a full bill of health. And as everybody, it's brilliant that everybody has the opportunity to go into a county final and have their opportunity you know and that one one other thing about a vital thing about trying to win a county champion any champ any major championship in camogie or anything else is that you probably need 20 players to win it and of all the teams going you certainly have that 20 minimum yeah well i suppose you know you referred to the minor final there a few moments ago so that that that's bringing in a number of players into the <coughs> setup that are pushing hard as well that they want to be included uh, and they want to make the step up to the next to the next level. So, you know, competition is is great. We had uh, you know a good, some really good performances throughout the junior championship as well this year. And it's important the girls perform at that level before they step up and serve their apprenticeship, so to speak, uh, before they get their opportunity. But it's it's a hard team to break into. A lot of the girls are playing particularly well and and on top of their game. So. Um, some people will just have to bide their time and some of the players will have to bide their time but you know we've 20 players uh, and we can use them all and we have, we're fully confident that they'll all come in and contribute and do the job that we, we've yeah. asked them to do or that we know they can do Yeah indeed Elfie as, look, we, we have this, this quick word on the opposition and you know familiarity you know there is going to be a fierce bite to this game you know having got over the true challenge last year and as you said they're going to feel since that, that day they left Bradford they'll bring a formidable challenge and, and there's no lack of quality there either Oh absolutely not no I mean like I said already they, they left Bradford last year and, and since then they seem to have had only one thing in their mind and that's to get back to a county final uh, and they've done it in a very impressive fashion you know like their performances through the, the championship have made light work of, of their group coming in the last day against um, we, and we saw obviously you know they beat Heineken uh, Lamona in their last group game we struggled obviously with to cope with Heineken Lamona the other day so it's it's going to be a, a massive challenge that in the final um, a lot of people 
will find it hard to to separate them in terms of of May Tempos to win, etc. So look, it's it's really on the day. It's about both teams going out, giving the best, putting on as best a show they can for for Clare Camogie and and uh, on the showpiece day of the year. Hopefully, we'll get a great final, and obviously, hopeful that we'll be the ones coming out. Uh, victorious on the day <coughs> Edfie, and thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us uh, time is up and us and look the very best to t- look to you your first man- time as manager in the county final of the Camogie team the Pat Sarah all the management team and all the players and the club in general on being back in the, in the county final it's a great achievement to be back again and we wish you all the very best to look and hopefully the McMahon Cup will be coming up and the Hill of Scarif later on this evening Elfie Rogers go to meet him I'm joined with Clarecastle Valley Intermediate Management Team and player Gabriel Shorten, Ned Scanlon and Cathy Casey. We'll start with you, Gabriel. Fantastic for Clarecastle Valley to be in the Intermediate County Final. Actually, yeah, it's great. No, great for us in Clarecastle Valley. Looking forward to the big occasion next Saturday. Um, yeah, there's a great buzz around, and uh, yeah, as the management, we're very happy with the players and we're delighted to be there. At the start of the year, Ned, most people would have tipped Waikia to be intermediate champions, but oh, yet she pulled the shock off in the semi-final. Great result. We did, yeah, we did. Especially after being beaten in the early round by Waikia, but beaten by 14, 15 points. And the girls turned around. They were tremendous on the day in Tora, and it went extra time. And we won it by three points for a finish, but a great credit due to all the girls to play that day. And Cathy, it's yeah, intermediate final, you know, 60 minutes away from the senior hurling, or senior camogie, I should say. You know, it's a huge occasion. Yeah, definitely. It's massive for us. It's been eight years since we won it last, and six years now since we last got to the final, so we're really looking forward to putting in a good performance now next Saturday. And how's training been going? Training's very good. We got on with great management and great girls, and they're just all really looking forward to it now. There's a great gel between them all. And you know, with it being Clarecastle Bellier, you've alternated training out in Bellier, matches in Clarecastle, and how's that worked? Good, yeah, great, yeah. We love training in both. We have great facilities in both uh, clubs, so it's definitely a massive achievement for us now to get there on Saturday. And Gabriel, you played Tulla here in the in the group stages, you know, so you're, you're well-versed with what's coming up against you next Saturday. I would do, Jan, a very close encounter. I think the beat us by two points. Uh, could have went anywhere. And, and Ray Short, our manager, spoke to me afterwards and said I'd see you in the semi-final. Little did we know, and he know we'd be in the final next Saturday. And we're, yeah, it's... So all systems going off for the week ahead and we're looking forward to it, you know. We're going back to that game against Whitecast, Gabriel. Huge, I mean, Ned alluded to it there, they, they give you a trimming in the group stages, but yet you turned it around with a fantastic performance, taking it to extra time, and even down in extra time, you still came back and produced the goods. Ah, oh, well, yeah, we, we sat down after that Whitecast game and we spoke to the girls and we brought in James Healy, which was a major factor in our eyes as management to bring in someone else, you know. Um, he's done tremendous work training-wise with the girls and... In saying that, I'd like to thank the people that have come and trained the team at Fergie Lachlan. You'd had, we brought up uh, Ken Ralph trained him the other night, and we had um, Pete Fenneris down from Galway, and also Brian O'Donovan, SNC coach from, from Limerick, which brought a different voice to the girls and a different uh, outlay of the training, you know. Uh, and it's been good, like, and I'd like to thank Tracasse Bellier, the committees on both clubs, like, that they've been tremendous help to us, and, and most of all, the supporters, you know, um, from both, both clubs have come out in their droves in, in the last couple of games. and They've really helped carry the girls through and we have a tremendous panel and uh, myself and Nate took on the mantle at the, at the start of the year and we brought in James and um, you know at the start of the year I was to get here to this final and we're here now and yeah we'll give it out to them, there's no fear of that you know, we're looking forward to it. Ned, Gabriel alluded it there, there hasn't been a stone unturned in terms of preparation, in fairness everybody between Clarecastle and Bellier is all on board for this one mission. Yeah it's shoulder to the wheel for everyone now. 
and the group have really, really clicked together, management and players, and we're just looking forward to a big day next Saturday, big crowd, great for Clare Gia Camogie, brilliant for our own girls, brilliant for Tulla, and we hope to have a cracker of a game. Excellent. Cathy, I'm going to leave you with the last word. We've spoken to the management, but it's only going to be one word, and it's a simple question. Next Saturday evening, come six o'clock, will you be county champions, yes or no? We will. Cathy, perfect. Thank you very much. And now we're joined on the line by the manager of the Tulla Intermediate Camogie team. And what times are having in Tulla at the moment? The, the hurlers in the Intermediate Final and the Camogies in the Intermediate Final. Their first Camogie, Intermediate Camogie Final for over 20 years. And uh, as what, what is it? Hopefully, playing, they're playing Clare Castle, uh, Bellier in Father Macpark later on today. And well, as I said, we're now joined on the line by. I mean, no stranger to finals in, in, in big days for Camogie is Matt Horton. Matt, you're welcome to Scarab Bay Community Radio once again. Thanks, William. Delighted to be honest. Matt, uh, big day, first of the big days for Tulla, and you know the ladies have really set the template down on Tulla and, and, and showed the hurlers that they can get to the final, and I suppose it set the standard. Matt, it's a tremendous achievement for Tulla, but I know you're not resting your laurels as big game against Clare Castle later on today. How's everything in Tulla? Uh, everything's going very well. We train very hard. We have we probably. Do, uh, I've been with him now the bones of two years now, and I told him last year that if we got to pass the semi final, tail final, I'd be delighted with it. And like I tell you, don't you don't build a, a team or, or a good panel over, overnight. So it was going to take seventeen or eighteen months, and we've done that. Um, I'm sure. See the facilities in Tulla. They've they've helped helped us big time this year. Yeah, and it, you know, and, it, and the lights and all that. Yeah, indeed, the facilities. You know, the club is going well. The teams are going well. The facilities are second to none. You know, everyone is. And look at the mood in Tulla at the moment. It is just buoyant. Everyone is just in great form. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, it brings a great lift. Them, um, you know yourself, here, sure. If you hard work, if you work hard enough, it'll always pay off. And these girls have done a lot of work now from the start of this year, from February on. Has been three nights a week, if not four. We counted your night. We've over 120 sessions done in the space oh. of eight or nine months, and hopefully they'll get rewarded for it. Yeah, and there's no, there's the old adage: if you don't put it in, you you get out of what you put <coughs> in. Matt, it's exactly. you know, I suppose it's not the expected final pairing. I suppose many were were going for Erog and Whitekit, but you might tell us about the run of games you've had to get here. And I noticed around Robin and in the the semi final, but you might give us a, just a, a quick synopsis of, of of what what you went through. Yeah, um, even going back to last year, Leo, we, um, the big thing with this team, even when I came in and spoke to them, the first night I spoke to them, I could see straight away when I came home, I spoke to Amy at home, and I said, the big thing we had to do with this team is just get the belief in behind them. So I said to myself, if we don't be able to work in the league, try to get the belief behind them, and it could take off. So we got that in them last year, so eight or nine months ago, and then Raymond Short and Declan Curran came in with myself and Amy then this year, and Raymond Short's big uh, thing about her was timing. Uh, it has paid off immensely. He's we tried out things during the league and tried out things during championship and found people in the right places. And we had injuries earlier in the year, and I was panicking. Uh, Ray wasn't, and mm-hmm. look where we are now. Where he was spot on with what he was doing and what he was saying too. And Ray, our Matt, as you speak about injuries, you know what's the what's the update going into the final? You know later on today, and I know you've had significant injuries. Have you a clean bill of health? 
we have a clean bill of health. Now saying that Bradine in that full trot leader, but she's as good as we're going to have her now. Um, Ava McInerney was carrying an injury too. She's good. Leah was caught carrying a small bit of a hamstring injury, but these girls, I don't think injuries are going to uh, be a problem on the on today. And always the final in a few hours. I think they're. Well up for it, and no matter what it takes, we're going to give it everything. Yeah, and Matt, you just go through the games you played in the in 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 the round robin. You started off with a Clare Castle Bellier in round one. It always says the team you play first can always be the team you play last, which has turned out to be the case. But you had a victory over Clare Castle Bellier in that <coughs> one. But obviously things have changed quite a bit since for those, you know, for both teams. Yeah, we we played Clare Castle in Clare Castle first day. Um, we set back a few weeks before that, so bring an injury with a cruciate. So. We went all out to win that, just to put the bit of belief back in them that I know our star player was gone, but just to tell them that it was 15 on 15 every day we go out, and the farm will be there, thereabouts, and that was a big win for us. We went on then to play a rogue, um, just had a, an off day, uh, Sinead, another star player for us, got injured during the game, got concussion, just had an off day. Um, we went up then to face Corfin, Patsy Fahey being over Corfin, is had him well drilled, we played him in the league. They were going very well. Um, and we got a great start. And we bet, I think we bet them by two, three points. Delighted to come away with a win now. We knew we were in a great position going into the last two or three games. Um, played by gate then. We got, I think, COVID caught us one or two players. Jillian Ryan, another big player for us, got COVID. And then the last game then was uh, we had uh, Broadford, blow in Broadford, which we had to win. Um and like that too, our injuries were coming. We hadn't as many injuries as we had during the year. We we're finally getting full squad back together, Barbara Dean. So we went down there fairly confident. Then we came out with a win and other, there was a few upsets. Casasa uh, Ballier and Bekor Finn, which was a kind of an upset. So we finished third. Errol finished second and Casasa Ballier were fourth with like eight on top. So we we're happy enough with that kind of widen white gate to take the route. We want to divide them at all costs and hopefully meet them in the final. But because Ballier got the better one on them in uh, in the semi final, so we are where we are. And I suppose, mate, you know the the nature of of, of knockout camogie. You know, it, it is a difference to the to the group. There's more more intensity and and more more bite into it. You know, and it's a good sign for Tulla too that in a real knock. You know, as you said. The, the Bradford game probably set you up perfect for the semi-final because there's a game the, probably the last couple of games you had to win so you were probably playing maybe knock out Camogie a bit earlier than, than some of the other teams yeah we were um, we were and we, even we learned a lot from last year we played quite game in the semi-final and we learned just in the weather conditions you know ourselves strength condition is massive this time of year so we brought in the strength condition coach that can come from Tulla and it showed against their rogue in the semi-final. We were, we were our backs were against the wall. They had the breeze. We were keeping them out to his level. We got in, and then I could easily say that they were on top of us for ten to fifteen minutes. Then the last we kept them on the last eight to ten minutes, the fitness and strength condition took over, and we we're lucky enough we got one one in the last three or four minutes, which was totally down to fitness and strength conditioning because you you know yourself. <coughs> When your your back is against the wall and you're trying to keep the ball out and you're hooking and blocking and it takes a lot of you and took a lot of our oak too, which was it was massive to to get over him and have to give full compliment to Declan Curran the work he's done with just to mentor him. 
Yeah, but that's, that was obvious that you, you have done the work there, Matt. Uh, just uh, watching you there against Whitegate the last day, I wouldn't have seen that much of you, but that day I thought I saw some very good signs. But as well as that, you seem to have a nice mix of maybe strong players uh, down the middle and also a lot of pace out the wings and that. So, you know, you've a nice mix of, of youth and experience and pacey players and string pl- strong players. And with, with all the players back, you know, I'm sure you have a nicely balanced team, you know, going into the final. We do, yeah. Um People might know, but we had, like Sinead and Breen were on the senior last year. Gillian was on the Clare Juniors for the last two years. And then we had four or five on the Clare Minor panel. Yeah. So It's a good with, base. With, with, yeah, with five or six, seven, eight even on, the, on Clare squads. It was massive, sure. And, and when they come back from Clare training and they come into a squad, it brings everyone else on. Yeah. And, and to say the truth, there is younger girls coming there. Leah McInerney is a fantastic player. She's, and there's even more than her. Katie Clune that will be there knocking on the Clare squad uh, come this year so that brings up to 9-10 so the panel is definitely there and the squad is definitely there and do you find it a bit disruptive that you have so many players on Clare panels match you know when you're in a, a, I suppose I won't say a small club but an average sized club like Tully and you want all your players training and you're trying to plan things and organise things and tactics and ways of playing you know if there's so many missing I know <clears throat> it's great for the club that they are at that standard but does it interfere with training somewhat? Um, oh, it does definitely. But on the other side, that pass maybe I, I wouldn't say the weak ones, but maybe the ones in that on the clear squad, it yeah. gives us more time to work with them, which true, is true. Uh, which benefits uh, in big <coughs> way too. And I think a lot uh, good thing about Camogie is coaching them. The understanding of the game is a big thing, and we've done a lot of that earlier in the year, and it seems to have well, it's paid off to this now, and hopefully we can. Just get them over the line because I really think if these girls can get over the line today, that they can go big places. It's just a bit of belief and 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 the facilities and everything they have in Tulla and all the young girls coming through this great work being done with underage in Camogie and hurling, so. no doubt in Tulla, but especially in the Camogie, there's massive work. Chris Short is involved in tens and twelves, and there's every night you go down, the, the field is full. So. It will pay off. And while most people are all Camogie followers are familiar with the likes of Sinead Collin and Breeding Dining, I suppose one or two other your players, I just very impressed with. I thought Aoife uh, Dooley is a really skillful player, and also the the ball carrying ability of Jennifer Nicholas and those younger players. You know, is it's great to have that as well in the mix. Do you know, Aoife Dooley is a beautiful player to watch playing, and as I said, Jennifer Nicholas carried the ball, and when she gets her scoring boots on, she'll she'll be some player. Oh, it's for sure, sure. Even past. We, we go down 20 minutes, 25 minutes before uh, training with actually Raymond Stewart does practicing freezer room and we have three free takers like Aoife, Sinead and Berlin <clears> and Anya takes them from the back so that just shows the calibre of players are there like you wouldn't see it in many even hurling teams that have Brilliant. three free takers and uh, you could put either, either one of them three on the freeze and you'd be confident enough and you put more from 40, 50 yards out. And, and Matt, in fairness, you know there is tremendous work being done, and it's probably one of the, it is if not the, the, the best prepared team in one of them in, in in the county. You know, there's no doubt about it. Matt, looking at Clarecastle Bellier, you know, no game is ever the same, and the final won't, definitely won't be the same as your your first round game. But where do you see the big, real big threats coming from Clarecastle Bellier on this occasion, Matt? Um. Obviously, they're full forward like the Dern and the the Hannah May, and they have um, Karen Karen Brown there in the yeah. in the playing at centre back, and she delivers some ball in. But I did Leo Flanagan too is very strong, good player. And they're good all over in fairness, and like the two, a lot of them are playing football too. So fitness, strength, condition won't be an issue 
you, you come to later on today and oh, if we come out with a win uh, the, it'll be it'll be tremendous now because I think we're both on level par but as you will know whoever wants it the most and, and works hardest will come out with the win today now, and hopefully it'll be solid. And Matt, as you said, hopefully it will be taller and, you know, we echo those sentiments entirely over here, but would it be great to be walking up behind the pipe or up the hill at Tulla later on tonight, you know, with, with uh, Liam, Father Liam Murray, uh, Cup, you know, a, a staunch East Clareman? It sounds nice. Oh, it does, definitely, for sure. And we've been telling them all year that to be something special to do and we're 60 minutes away from it now and I think to be extra special if uh, Breen is walking behind Dermot too in the pipe end. Yeah, that's true. That's that's, that's that's true. We are very very apt, and and no doubt he he might give her the night off maybe on on Saturday night <laughs> to be on the other side. But you know, Matt, as we said at the outset, Tulla is buzzing, and you know it, it is a chance. Even you know without putting any pressure on the ladies, like it can really set up for a major major uh, ten week eight or nine days in Tulla. Oh, massive! Yeah, oh, huge to bring a break, and 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 like to bring a great buzz around for the hurlers who are playing. Six, seven days time too to be a great boost from but it it all comes down to hard work like Lorena Lock and Magilla Clune they have great people behind the club doing underage doing all the work behind the scenes the facilities you see it any place that has facilities like they'll have it, all, it will always pay off it might take a bit of time but it will always pay off and and the people in Tulla when I got involved two years ago no matter what I asked for or, or wanted money or, or any player that was never a problem like so uh, hard work always pays off and I'm delighted now they're in the county final and hopefully they can just get over the line because I can see big things in the club if they can get over <coughs> today yeah and, and Matt you know the, the story going around uh, Tull in the last couple of days is that you have finally served your citizenship you know that um, you're now definitely an adopted Tullerman <laughs> I might be adopted but uh, the house is nearly finished in Leo or in Garbly, so <laughs> another few months now I'll be back home but uh, hopefully we believe in Tulla in a good spot but no doubt they're, they're a great bunch of girls and like I said I just hope you won't as, as I was trying to tell the girls you won't be remembered for getting the final but you'll always remember for winning it yeah and indeed Matt That's never true. never a true statement Matt wish yourself Amy Ray Stewart and all the girls and all the rest of the, uh, of the club the very best of luck later on today and hopefully uh, the Father Liam Murray Cup will be in uh, on the hill at Tulla tonight Matt Gormina Mahagut best of luck at the Matt thanks a million lads thanks 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 and now we decided we have to get an independent view on, on the game of the senior final and no better men uh, to give us a view than uh, the men who's refereeing actually the refereeing the interme- intermediate final at, at four o'clock in Father McNamara Park this man uh, is a Canina man he was involved with the market in the club championship this year there isn't a whole lot that this man doesn't know about Camogie not only in Clare but in the country so he's going to give us our view it's Finton McNamara Finton you're very very welcome again thanks very much thanks for joining us Finton Finton uh, all there's a bit of rivalry coming here between um, through Clendera and, and Scarafagunla their second year in a row in, in a final before we talk about the final first of all Fintan your overall thoughts on the standard of Camogie in this year's championship um, yeah I thought the standard in Clare Camogie was at a, a very high level you know there was a lot of great games I know there was some lopsided ones at times but I think you know it was very competitive and you know the two semi-finals were tight enough as well, so 
you know, all is good in Clare and the Schultz, you know, I've seen some outstanding players in Clare and it's all looking good for Clare Camogie. Yeah, and, and indeed, you know, John, before we get on to the match, John Carmody announced it as manager there last week. Obviously, his backroom team hadn't been put in place yet. But, you know, positive things for John Carmody to, you know, to take into 2023. Oh, correct, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I suppose, Finton, we'll get to the final. I know time is, is against us here. But, mm. you know, two teams that served up two great games in, in the championship last year, um, obviously kept apart in the group, but... Where do you see the advantage uh, lying, um, Finton? You know, people are going to be torn. True Clannera, definitely the farm team. And in many people's eyes, probably the favourites, you know, justified going into this one. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's very hard one to call, really. You know, um, like last year was so tight and it took a replay and everything. And, you know, it, it's the same again this year, you know, with both teams, like I've seen Scarf up close and personal during the group stages of the championship, and I was highly impressed with him. You know, and Aoife Power back now brings a, a totally different dimension to them as well. But you know, Truk and Lara were there last year; they've been flying it through it as well. You know, through the championship. But I just think it's such a tight contest, and one I'm really looking forward to. And I, I look forward to seeing it on uh, Saturday. But very tight contest. And Finton, I suppose, you know, neither, neither club would be looking back too much on last year's final. I don't think Scarif are going want to talk about it too much because, you know, having won it, it gives a bit of uh, motivation for Truk Lanara extra. Whereas Truk Lanara might want to look back because they lost, you know, a winning lead in, in way deep in injury time with the drawing game. So <clears throat> I suppose it really will have no bearing. This is the new final all in its own right. Yeah, correct, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, as everyone knows, finals take an old, their own story, you know, and they go, you know, you don't, you can never say a final is one way one team is going to win because one bit of luck, and that's what it's going to come down to, is a bit of luck on the day, you know, on who's going to win it. And, you know, I think it'll be the same on Saturday. It's just that bit of luck, whoever gets that bit of luck, you know, will will be there to win it. But, it's just enthralling, really, to uh, the yeah. game to ahead. And why it is enthralling, uh, Finton, I suppose, one reason is there are some outstanding players on both sides, aren't there? And you could, you could name six, seven, eight, maybe, or, or at least, really top-class players on both sides. That's not to say the others aren't top-class, but, you know, iconic names <clears throat> in oh, recent correct, years yeah, yeah. Camogie, yeah. Yeah, correct, yeah. There's some absolutely brilliant players on both sides. And even, you know, the benches are, are starting to play a bit of, uh, like when we played Scarf for Gunnar, they brought on players as well and they added to them, added, added more to them as well. And the same was through Clare, but there is, you know, it's going to be a great day for Clare Camogie. You know, you have two great teams in it and it'll be interesting to see what kind of formations and what kind of styles they play. You know, I've been kind of doing my research on them over the Jordan before the championship started. You know, with both teams playing um, at Ryan challenges, and you know, it it'll be it'll be very interesting. You know, both them beat at Ryan, beat them by five or six points. You know, and it'll be very enthralling and exciting to see that game on Saturday. Absolutely, and do you think mentally that? Um Maybe True Clare might be a slight disadvantage because last year was the really brilliant, brilliant opportunity to grasp that McMahon Cup and they let it slip. 
And on the second day, I suppose Scarif confirmed their superior, superiority. But, you know, mentally again, the next, you know, <clears throat> later on, if there's a couple of points in it, a couple of minutes to go, do you think Truchel and Nara might be just that little bit more tense and Scarif are going to maybe more assured? Or is that just too simplistic a thing to say? Yeah, you know, Scarif have been there, so they know what it takes to win and you know they won't panic and they showed that in the semi-final they won't panic no matter whether they're down or not and they did it last year as well so you know they'll be nice in camp for Truk and Lara if they get to that point there could be a little bit of tense and you know a bit of doubt in their head or oh, is it going to happen again but you would have to say this you know looking at their management you know they have them well grounded to that and just you know, that it won't try not to let it happen again and keep them focused on what they have to do for the full day. And you I know, suppose, Fintan, you know, talking about True Clannera, and there's no doubt that since they left Bradford last year, they have well, they had only one thing on their mind, and that was getting back uh, to the county final again. There's no doubt there's going to be ravenous hunger down there in, in, in True Clannera. And, you know, if Scarif are going to start like they started the last day, they're going to be in serious trouble. Yes, correct, yeah, you know, and, and, and that's for sure. And they will be biting at the bitch, you know, to get there and to get over the line and get their, their senior championship. But, you know, the coolness of Scarf of Gunlaw, you know, you won't, you cannot write them off, they'll stay in it. And, but, you know, the start is the main thing. But you're looking at Saturday's in as well, and both teams, no matter, even the county players, they're going to be nervous. You know, it's a big day for both of them. And, you know, there will be a small bit of nerves there at the start and it'll be only then as it goes in, the nerves will start to go. But, you know, I'd hate to call it. We might ask you to call it before you finish, Fintan. But one of the other features <laughs> of finals like that, uh, you know, and we've noticed before is we often notice even with Kilkenny and hurling finals. You know, it, we know all know the leading county players each each club has in the final and this Camogie final, but it could be a lesser-known player shines on the day. It could be a cornerback, a corner forward, a wingback that maybe wouldn't be a county player, but just comes out on the day and grasps it by the horn. So that's just another set of possibilities that makes the game intriguing. Oh, correct, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been involved with a good few teams that have won, and it's the girl, unknown girl, as you say, that comes <coughs> up and get, grabs you the goal that changes the games. And, you know, it's them kind of players that will step up under the radar I think on yeah. Saturday and it could be one of them that will win the game for either team and and Fintan I suppose the final didn't been on in our main GA ground in Cusick Park and you know in fairness credit to the Camogie board and, and credit to the county board uh, for, for, for putting it in place it is only fitting that you know we have two of the best teams the two best teams in the county are going to be playing the county final at the, the best venue in the county correct yeah and I, I, you know, I was delighted to hear that it was in in Cusick Park, you know, and it's only fitting for the girls, you know, they've worked really hard over the year, and it's, you know, it's where everyone wants to play, even as, us as young lads and everything, we always wanted to play in there, it should be the same for the girls, I mean, the license that it is in Cusick Park, and, you know, without a doubt, two best teams are there, and, you know, it's fitting that it's in Cusick Park as well, then as well, and it's going to be a great day for Clare Camogie. Now, the final question that you were you're, you're putting off since you started, uh, Fintan, where do you think uh, the cup is going to lie later on this afternoon? Honestly, Leon, that I and I know I what you, know. and I know I, what you I know what you're going to say. Go on. I, I 
I, I'm really kind of torn between it. I, I just, I can't really decide between two. One is, you know, I, just, I couldn't go between. I just think it's you're too saying tight. there'll be light, yeah. there'll be light blue uh, ribbons hanging off the cup. Is that just saying, Fenton? Yeah, Either way, yeah. What yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, is saying is we could, yeah. we could have a second day out. Maybe he is. You could easy enough, you know. You could easy enough <clears throat> have a second day out. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And you might but be reffing the replay, Fenton. I, I said, no, no, that'd be up to the county board. <laughs> <laughs> to be great. Fintan, I tell you, if ever, whenever you decide to leave sport, there's a, a, career, a career in politics for you. There's no, 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 <laughs> doubt, no doubt about that. Fintan McNamara, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarf Bay Cushionia. Best of luck to you later on in your team later on in the, in the, in the intermediate final. As always, we know you will do a, a top desk job. So, Fintan, good to meet you, Margot. Thanks, thanks a million, Fintan. Thanks very much. And that concludes our sports and saw here today on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM. My thanks as always to Corpus Inter, Pat McNamara. Thanks to our um, management teams of True Clannara, Scarab Agunlo and Tulla uh, for, and Kerkassel uh, Bellier for taking the time to talk to us. And we thank Derek Dormer for his input into getting the interviews for us. And also thanks to our independent analyst, uh, Fintan McNamara. Thanks uh, to Jim Collins in the control door for keeping it all on, on track for us. Thank you very, very much for listening here this morning. And we hope you will join us later on today from uh, Cusick Park at 1 o'clock and also from Father McNamara Park at 4 o'clock for the Senior Camogie Final and Intermediate Camogie Final. So all that remains is from Media Dial and all here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. It's been a day, August Lawn.